Hello, everybody. This is Sharon, a faith coach. How's it going? How's it going on this 58th day of the Protecting My Peace series? How are you doing? Yes, it's day 5-8, baby. And I'm happy. I'm excited that we are still hanging in there. We are still protecting our peace. We're doing all we can. Right? Right. Okay, so I'm out walking my four-legged baby on this cloudy day and it feels great because it's 57 degrees and I'm loving it yes so at any given time you might hear breathing as I'm inclining and declining dogs cars trucks construction birds hopefully and the like but as we always say we weed out the noise right we ignore the distractions yes we are focused on what we need to do What God tells us to do, the direction we need to go on, go in. We are focused on that because he continuously makes our paths smooth. Yes, he directs them. That's Proverbs 3, 6. So I'm going to focus on that. Yes. So it's a raw but clean podcast, okay? Or podcast series, I should say. And that what you hear is what you get, okay? I'm out here. Okay, so what's on my mind today? I still want to talk about diversity. I want to talk about that, all right? Because, and I, oh yeah, before I get into that, I, I want to clarify something because I misspoke, I think on yesterday, during yesterday's or the day before's podcast episode where I talked about the, how I grew up and the town I grew up in on Long Island, New York. The town itself was predominantly white. My neighborhood was predominantly black and Puerto Rican. And the town is still about the same. So, now, in my high school, it was the same thing, predominantly white. We only had one high school. And so it was on Long Island, North Shore. And um, the town, I don't know, maybe when I was growing up, had a couple hundred thousand people somewhere around there. Don't quote me on it. Anyway. That was that. Now, because I went to school and I lived in a town like that, to me, my life was diverse because I came in contact with all types of people. All right. So it wasn't just black, Puerto Rican and white. It was other people as well of different races. So that's why I said I grew up in a diverse area because I was exposed to all of that. Yes. Anyway, just wanted to clarify that. But I wanted to continue our discussion on diversity and the importance of being open-minded. Okay, so listen. What this George Floyd murder taught us, when we all saw it, we all saw with our eyes in plain sight what happened, how long. Okay, we all saw what happened. There's no denying it. Okay, now, what is the good that can come out of it? What can we learn about each other? Right? What we can learn is we could take a look at ourselves and say, you know what? What was I believing before that? Do I have any people who look differently and think differently than I do? It's okay that... We have the same values. In fact, that's important. We want to, we need to have the same values. We don't want anybody who doesn't line up with what we 
where we're going in our vision and our mission and who is coming in with low standards. We don't want that. We want the best people, right? And those come in all shapes and sizes and they look like me. Yes, they do. So we can't say, oh, they don't apply or we can't recruit any. We can't use that. As I said before, this is the United States of America and it is the world. There are many millions and billions of people, billions of people in the world, and we can find people who don't look like us. Come on, somebody. Okay, so we can't use that. And if we do not have a diverse workforce, then our business will only make but so much money. And what I mean by that is that we are going to slip because we are not going to think broad enough. Because when we get people who look like us from the same walk of life, because we're living in our nice, tidy little bubble, we will stay in that bubble. Even though we think we're thriving, we won't get as far as we could. And that's a fact. Because people who grew up and who are living a life of productivity and positivity, okay? But it's different than we've ever known. Then, and only then, can we grow. I had a web developer design my website. And she designed the markups on the site. Now I've gone in and I've modified the site. But what you see as far as the layout and the... I changed the colors a little bit. But really, the skeleton of the site is her. And let me tell you, I would not have thought about the things she thought about. Because I don't think that way. So, if I wasn't willing to think outside of myself, because I could have done a website myself. I do websites. I don't do them for people, but I do them for myself. I could have built the website. I could have done... uh, made it functional and did everything I was supposed to do to the site and it would have looked nice but it would have been limited because I'm only one person number one and I think a certain way it's just the way it is so what I'm saying is that if we don't realize that if if we don't start just really sinking letting these things sink in and looking in the mirror and just Concluding what the reality is and accepting the reality that we need people in our organizations and our friendships and our relationships who look and walk differently than us, then I'm telling you, we will not be as great as we think we, we are. We won't be as great as we could be. Okay, we won't be as great as we think we are. Okay, so if any of you are saying, no, I've been operating with this and I have the people in my organization and they are great and we're doing well. And that might be the case, but you're only going to go but so far. I'm telling you, it is the truth. So if you haven't tried it, don't knock it. Okay, now. It might be trial and error. You might bring some people in 
And by the way, bring more than one if you have a certain uh, limited, if you have a certain amount of team members. Don't just bring one or two in and say, see, because come on, everybody can smell a token or two or three, depending on the size of the organization. Okay, spread the wealth and give people a chance. Because some people have been locked out for so long because of stereotypes and what people see and the media. Because some of us only watch one news channel, we don't pick up a book, and we think we know what's going on. Let me tell you something. These news channels, these news entities are biased one way or another. So be very careful with that. Anyway, just take in what I'm saying, think about it, and expand the mindset, expand the horizon, expand the perspective, and your business will grow. So will you. Yes. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much. Sharon, the faith coach and Sharon's heart.com is where lots of things are housed. My freebies are there. Yes. My faith freebies, my business freebies. If you book a consult call with me because you need coaching in your personal life or your business, I help aspiring and emerging business women build their business using the gift that God has given them. Yes. Anyway, nsharonsheart.com. Go on and download the Protecting My Peace workbook, which is free now. And it's right on the home page for now. I'm not sure how long it'll be on there. So anyway, thank you so much, everybody. Continue to protect your peace because peace is power and a whole bunch of other positive and productive things. Talk to you tomorrow.